All right, guys, listen up. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. God dang. Call Up Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast! <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, season number two, episode number seven. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet earth mr adam tate what's going on adam tommy glad to be back in the studio and producing tonight is my son and producer elite Ooh. of datacoa promotions back to elite status that's right he started out as a grip and now he is the executive producer J A A A Martinez, big producer. What's up? Good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right are we now? going remote soon? Why would we we go remote? COVID Why? numbers are bad around here. Oh no. Uh, Doctor Martinez has not declared any kind of emergency okay. situation in the uh, Martinez Hacienda. And as of right now, she is the only one that controls all COVID access. Oh. She must think I'm safe because she allowed me through the perimeter. <laughs> and you work with no a hell- temp check and you and you work with a healthcare professional. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Exposed every day. <laughs> well, she was the one that shut us down the last time. That's true. She she took it very seriously. So I don't know. And then you know, then I, I believe your big boss shut us down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Jay got it. Yeah, she didn't want. Uh, me bringing something back to everybody else. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. But how you been? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you like as Jay said, it's a kind of a nutty week. We're back down to uh, to COVID insanity. Have they imposed any new restrictions or shutdowns or anything? I know around the a couple of cities around the the states have uh, gone into shutdown mode, and um, the supermarkets are crazy again with horde horde shoppers and. Mm. There's the city of Wichita mandated 100% mask mandate, I think. At this point, it's just like, wear a mask. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about a new mandate. Yeah, and I, I couldn't tell by looking at people on the streets, so... I don't know. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. I, I know that COVID shut down uh, our project this week, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that for a fact. We were denied on Monday. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. We were going to go do an interview with some We were super rock and musicians. Denied. That's right. This week, we were supposed to interview the Pantera Tribute Band. Right. Uh, in their secret headquarters. Uh, you know, we got that text that said, listen, we've been postponed. I mean, I think uh, the elbow room is shutting down totally is the way I understand it. Just the way of the world. Everything's just, we're going to set a date, and as the date approaches, we push it. We're just going to push it months down the road. And it's postponed. I'm, I got it right here. It's postponed until, as of uh, this week, it's postponed until February. Because the owner of the elbow room is the same owner of Barleycorns. 
So the idea is to move the show to Barleycorn. So if you're in the Wichita area, you are listening to the Tommy Adam Hard to Name podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, and the rest. Mm. Well, there will be a tribute, uh, uh, a uh, Pantera tribute. Yes, it is scheduled to go. It is scheduled, not as scheduled every year, but it, it's going right. to. It's as of right now, it's still going to happen. Yes, is the way I understand. There's still a date. It's just mm, out in the future. Yeah, that's right. So got it. So we didn't. We I was really, really. I mean. Did you have like 50 questions you were getting ready to ask these well, guys? You, you had it all the, the idea, lined up. No, actually, I had nothing planned. The idea was to have you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been doing <laughs> and I was, I did and all I, my Pantera and, study. And I was going to do the, uh, I was going to be, look, look behind you. I, I sent you the uh, the, oh, prof- yeah. the, the professional looking setup. The actual camera. <laughs> and I had a, like a fedora with that little press pass <laughs> stuck in the brim of the hat. Oh, like the Superman episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, was, what was Superman's sidekick? The uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen, yeah. He's a photographer, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we were shut down. Yeah, it was kind of nutty. But, you know, I was a little disappointed. You know, I mean, we were really, we had a whole plan of how we we're going to go about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe turn it into a, uh, instead of that that uh, that dead Sesame Street <laughs> segment we had last week. Oh, Just, I, <laughs> I thought that was vibrant and lively. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I listened to the episode 20 times in one oh. week. This episode, I, this week, I only bring myself to listen to it twice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you covered your ears and put your ear... Your, your headphones over your hands. Yeah, it's like, I, I can like, kind oh, of hear it. I just like, don't want to listen to it. What's going closely. on here? Ooh, ouchie, 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 ouchie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sometimes. But I think you probably jinxed it by saying all of our episodes are just getting better and better and better. <laughs> We're climbing the mountain. I'm going to admit they're better. But you know, when when I'm not feeling it, I have to oh. say that that I wasn't feeling it. I have to you were be, on the I have to list. be honest. I have to be honest. You know, unfortunately, I did. I didn't want to. You should you know, have been on the physically unable to perform list. Is what you should have uh, been. I are. Yeah. Yeah. There you Sh- go. Shut right you there. down for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So we're never we're never recording again ever <laughs> under those conditions. <laughs> Saturday morning or not, you may be getting a later podcast. <laughs> Good morning again, Adam and Jay. Yeah. Today is November the 21st of 2020. And you know what day it is today? I don't know what day it is. National Adoption Day. Oh, wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like adopt an animal or adopt a little boy? It's adopt, yeah, adopt a child, yeah. Yeah. could, Could you just adopt anything that you wanted to adopt or does it have to be a child? It's a child, is what the, okay. is what the website said. You that know. sounds like a bigger ass. I'm talking about a real adoption of a human being, Woo. not the adoption of a turtle or the adoption of a cat or the adoption of a dog, which are all very noble and very nice, and extremely less difficult than adopting yeah. a child. That, obviously, that seems like it's a long process. If you're trying to time it so you actually adopt on the actual National Adoption Day. You'd have to start this process probably months in advance. Yeah, to actually do it and give it some kind of a promo. Because, you know, I mean, we, we screw around here a lot. and uh, Thank you. We, but this is not something that, that I personally don't. I, I, I find this extremely serious of the very few things that I find this serious. And I know a few people. As a matter of fact, one of my friends, she adopted, uh, uh, I don't know which child it was. But it was on National Adoption, Adoption Day. I'm, today I'm tongue-tied again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 years ago 
Wow. And oh. she she posted it today on social media, you know, and I said, hey, wow. that's very cool. National Adoption Day is tomorrow. And she wrote back to me and said, listen, uh, that's awesome, yeah. And, and 10 years ago was on this day. I said, wow. You know, so they did. They did somehow work it out, you know. Hmm. Maybe if you... If you have adopted a child, maybe today is like a day of celebration. It's like, hey, yeah. we've adopted you, and this is a special day to remember <laughs> <laughs> all that effort that we went to to go to China and find you and all that. that yeah, because a lot of them are yeah. from uh, other countries. I guess sure. it's, the process is a little bit more different uh, over there. Uh, you've adopted, haven't you, Adam? No. No? What? What if, you, Have you been to my house? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have so many kids running around there. I thought... <laughs> I thought no. <laughs> No, the, the the unwanted children that we know get dropped off at oh. our house, and then we kind of hang around, and we're like, hey, dude, how so you doing? You all right? So it's more like a fa daycare. We'll feed you, you know, into we'll, the we'll wee, keep the heater on in your room. Into the wee hours of the night, you know, <laughs> when I'm dropping you off from a show, and they're still there. It's like, oh, no wonder I think that you adopted. <laughs> like, they're still, you know, in pajamas. I think, like, okay, what are they? They can pick them up in pajamas? What's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of a revolving door there. You know, and adoption is something that, uh, I mean, and kids are cruel, you know. Kids will say all kinds of stuff, you know, siblings to each other especially. Mm -hmm. They'll be talk, talk, talking to each other and saying, you know, you're a poopy face and yeah. your breath stinks. And, you know, when they when they run out of all the insults, the major or the most, the ultimate insult is, and you're adopted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst of them all. Yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the trump card. Like, yeah, that's like beat that one. Who buddy. Is, yeah. It's like it's like you stink infinity, that one doesn't work. <laughs> well, I know that here, you're adopted, bam. <laughs> mommy, that's when the you know the the mommies start getting called. But couldn't you say, oh yeah, I mean they had you obviously, but they they went out and did extra work to go find me and bring yeah, me in. Yeah, but that logic doesn't work when you're eight or nine. Apparently not. <laughs> That's uh, your adopted equals you start crying. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, mommy. <laughs> Billy's being mean to me. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> Keep shouting. Your mom can't hear you. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> your mom in Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom, I traded an iPod for. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> like Bruno. Yeah, that's the that's a Bruno reference. Uh, it's stuff. all. It's also National Stuffing Day today, Adam. Dressing or stuffing? What do you call it? Appropriate stuffing. Yeah, just as stuffing. Appropriate it, this week. Do you week. call it uh, dressing though, or do you call it stuffing? Uh, according to the website, it's National Stuffing Day, so I'm going to call it stuffing. Stuffing. Is it just dressing if you cook it in like a pot, but stuffing if you jam it in a bird, right? That's why it's I that's think why that's, why that's the difference. I never thought about it that way, but yeah. That makes sense. It's Tori's family calls it dressing. Mm. Mm, what does the Martinez household call it? Stuffing, Jay? I think, yeah. Stuffing. What's your mom call it? Stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough. <laughs> yeah, stuffing is what I've always heard. It. And when I said dressing, I was like, what? what like what thousand or what are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. No, no, no. That's just uh, dressing. Go get some dressing. Like, you know, I can still hear her with us. It's like stuffing. I do the microphone. Stuffing. That means just help me with the <laughs> help me with the stuffing. It's like, uh oh, yeah. it's time to <laughs> it's time to stuff it. Then lift it up. Now then you got then we have to lift. Does it every up. interaction always begin for the response from you is uh oh? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much every time. This catchphrase. 
Yeah, well, no, it's not my catchphrase. It's my. You're talking to me. It's, oh, it's, it's 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 peril. You know what's coming is you know it's the equivalent of diving off of a cliff. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm getting that impression. It's like that dream that you just keep on falling and falling and falling and falling and falling. It's the same thing. Except you don't she, wake up. The, when I, the minute the, the minute that I hear Tommy, I said in that tone, uh oh, here it comes. No, but if it was just the stuffing alone, it'd be okay. But then you have to lift it up a certain way. You have to get it into this bag. Okay. You know, because that's that's I think that's the last process of it. I've never you, baked you a turkey. Do, I don't know. You do. You know, we do. Uh, I, I'm, have you had? Have you had a Wilda's pork? Yeah, I mean, you've had so many of a Wilda's dishes that I don't, I don't know, Adam. So. I don't know. I mean, whatever's on the menu, I just consume. And so. it's and it's but it's today special. That's, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever there the is. The condiments that they make. Yes. Or they conjure. You know, they put it all together. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Is the same the one that they use for 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 uh, roast pork is the same that they use for turkey roast bird yeah roast so it's a whole pig is a lechon in Spanish okay. in, or at least in in Puerto Rico so pavo is turkey so the when you do a turkey like a pig it's called pavo chong so that's how they 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 prepare it as well so they slam all the ingredients into this mixture. And you know has everything you can imagine in there, and it smells absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, Wilda does all the things that she needs to do to the bird. You know, just fills it up uh, of this incredibly uh, flavorful, flavorful, and and uh, decadent. Uh, s- uh, smells like heaven. Mm. Then after she does all that, you know, then comes stuffing. You know, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's when the stuffing comes, which is a, just a regular stuffing. That Jay says that so gets the, the so the whole other procedure is nothing to do with stuffing. No, 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 no. It's oh. pre-stuffing. Whoa, that's pre-stuffing, right? It's exactly. Like just like Jay says, yeah. So all the delicious seasoning Four, foreplay with the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear me the first time. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was wasn't sure how that was going to work. But oh my god. Yeah, so go ahead, Adam. So you're looking forward to whatever is going to hap- that happen this week. Then. I look yes, forward to right? eating it. I don't look have you forward ever, to the preparation. Have you ever like made your own stuffing? No. No. I mean, who are you talking to? I mean, if it doesn't say stovetop on it, then I have never messed with it. We're not going to do a turkey for Thanksgiving this year. They have different... We're going to uh, do, do a ham. They have different offerings of stuffing. I think they have like bread stuffing and they have like oyster stuffing yeah. and they have like... All sorts of different types of stuffing. Do you have like the traditional the bread? bread? Yeah. yeah, I'm just familiar with the bread stuffing. Yeah. Never heard of oyster stuffing. Uh, well, this year we're going to, like I said, we're gonna. I think Awilda said she's gonna she's gonna uh, do a ham, and she'll do it with the pineapple and the cloves. All oh, of it. it'll be full. It'll be full action. Mm. Pi- uh, oh, man, ham. yeah, this sounds fantastic. Glaze the whole deal. It's gonna be awesome. So <laughs> are we, we haven't talked. Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a, a Thanksgiving uh, special? A, a gobble, a gobble. spectacular. This is our. Oh, we we could put that on the put that on a producer. Put that on the agenda okay. for later on after the show. Okay. We haven't discussed this. Yeah. We almost yeah. we almost passed that one over. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. Well, we're gonna say we the majority she's gonna do, and then for when Monica's here, uh, Monica and Aaron will be here for Christmas. That's when we'll probably do. The pork and the turkey. Christmas. Christmas, Got right. It. For Christmas. So we'll do either the pork or the turkey, either be a New Year's or Christmas. We'll kind of like flip-flop If that I sucker. had to choose for my Thanksgiving meal between a ham or a turkey, I would 
definitely 100% choose a ham. Go for the ham. No kidding. Oh god, yes. You don't like turkey? I I will consume pounds of turkey if it's there, but I would much rather have slabs of ham. Well, we're going <laughs> we're going well either way they work they work splendidly with uh with sandwiches post Thanksgiving, that's true too. So, I think yeah. I prefer a ham sandwich post. Oh. Than so a they, they both sandwich. work. They Definitely. work splendidly. And and this year, uh, Will and me were actually talking about this. Uh, what is it? Uh, Friday or Thursday night? Yeah, th- Thursday night. About uh, stuffing the uh, the turkey with mofongo. Man. You know what mofongo is, Adam? No, I don't know I what mofongo is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared to ask. No, fungo is plantain. Oh, like the the the, the tough bananas, like the stronger yes. banana things. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The green, yes. green bananas. They like they like it chopped it, up and yeah, fried and stuff. This is gonna be a version of that. Oh, but inside is of it that, end up mushy or something. It's gonna be mushy. Now check this out. How it's gonna work is, you take it just you do the same thing. You do the the initial because it's those are double fl- double fried plantains is what they are. In this case, I believe, and, and, and anyone can, can quote me on, on this and hopefully send us an email to at TommyAndAdamPod at gmail.com, right, Jay? Yes. And, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this, even though there's different recipes for this. So you take the, the plantains, you fry them once, you throw them into, like, you know, a, a pot, get ready to mash that. You throw some, some melted butter in there. You throw some a concoction of kind of like a garlicky oregano kind of kind of yeah. And then you take pork rinds, you mash those suckers. You know, you take all that together, mix it all up. You do that stuffing that way, mm-hmm. that type of stuffing that way, and then you jam it into the and dude, it's so moist because you know all that babo chong seasoning and all that that just goes all together in there in a wilderness bag. You know, in the bag of. Of, of the flavor bag, I don't her even ba- know what that bag, bag of tricks. I have no idea what the hell that bag does, but I guess it may, it, may, it keeps it moist. I believe. Anyway, is yeah. this Louis Vuitton? Is it uh, Prada? <laughs> what, is, what is this bag? That bag, as, as, as oh, yeah, <laughs> as delicious as that is, <laughs> Coach has nothing on it. This day in history, Adam. Yes, sir. How long has he, have you ever heard Nina in the 90s? I've heard the song. Yeah. I don't think I would ever know anything else by Nina. But Be- very poppy, is it not? Yeah, very. <laughs> it certainly is. 1980-something, I believe it was. Anyway. I couldn't tell And you. that's the 99 uh, Red Balloons by Nina. She's from, she's German. She's German lady. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 1783, Adam and Jay. Wow, we're going way back there. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to try to read this as, as, as uh, well as I can. French physician Jean-Francois Pilatre de Rosier wow. and Francois Laurent, oh. the Marquise de Arlandes, oh, yeah. made the first untethered hot air balloon flight flying 5.5 miles over Paris in about 25 minutes. Nice. nice. That's pretty good. I don't know what that. Seventeen. I don't know what that would really look like, though. Yeah. Like I mean, how high up is five miles over Paris? Five miles up. Yeah. Is no. It, uh, no they, tra- they traveled a distance of five. Miles. It was a distance of five point oh, five. Okay. Okay. Right. So how? What was the uh, elevation that they altitude? Achieved? Their altitude was approximately above ground. Twenty five hundred feet. Like the Wright brothers. 
just just <laughs> just skimming skimming yeah. the earth. They barely passed yeah, the Eiffel Tower. They, they barely passed the Eiffel Tower. Oh, cool. Zaka Blue. Seventeen what? Seventeen eighty three. Wow. So that was about the time that uh, the Revolutionary War was ending and all the treaties were being signed. What was the gas that they used in this balloon? Was it a hydrogen? Was it a helium balloon? It's a blue rhino propane. <laughs> yeah, the ver- exactly, Jay. That version of blue rhino, whatever hot air produces, <laughs> whatever chemical com- uh, components are in hot air, <laughs> whatever molecules and all that other nonsense. Would you ever get up on a hot air balloon? Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you been on one? A, a modern day one? Sure. Yeah. It's got it's to be so tranquil and peaceful because you're up there at altitude after you've cut off the engines and yeah, you're well, just kind of floating. But what's the... You just like, have the breeze. I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, the well, scenery. I guess you're outside. I was going to say, like, looking down. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're outside. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, I meant, like, an airplane, like, looking down at on an airplane flight. I guess it would be different in an air balloon because you're in open air. Yeah. Like, yeah. your body's in open air. Yeah, if you cut off that, yeah. that element yeah. and then you just have, like just silence and you just have the gentle wind how is it that it doesn't it? keep going up though you know what dudes i have no idea i'll tell you what <laughs> that's what i just, anything, have like little vents or something you have, you i don't know pumping. anything don't know. that's high and slow is not of my uh Taste. liking no. what, if I, it was, what if it was high I and fast I would that be better? high and fast i have no issue with that because oh. it comes down super fast or it goes <laughs> super fast i think i would have an issue if it came down super fast well no because look i mean it's <laughs> he's about to break this whole thing down okay here's the <laughs> here's my theory <laughs> oh good all right all right you have more time to think if it's slow so your crap level increases <laughs> as you come down you know okay let me give you an example uh-huh. uh Maybe something that would may have looked like a tethered uh, flight on a hot air balloon. Tethered. That, uh, what do you call it? The Ferris wheel. Okay. The Ferris wheels scare the living shit out of me. That's point blank. I can't deal with the Ferris wheel. It takes too long. But you can go on a roller coaster that goes three times as high uh, and buzz- straight down. Oh, yeah. All day long. That's That was the joint for me. That mm. was it. No doubt. Because there you, you're just... You're just you're screaming for your life. Yeah. And it's going fast. It's not like But you're kind of sucked into your chair or your seat or whatever too with all the force of you moving and down all the your, track, right? All your senses are alive. You know what I'm saying? In Whenever, let's say in a hot air, but I've never been in one, but I'm just thinking. Yes. In one you're like it's going nice and slow. Mm-hmm. And you're looking down and you have more time to think, oh my God, what if this starts plummeting at 30,000 feet, however high they go? Mm-hmm. You know, 25,000, 20,000 feet, whatever it may be. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, and then it's going to go down uh, not as fast, let's say, as 70, 80 miles an hour. You won't feel it that way. You're just watching it coming down closer and closer. The ground is coming closer and closer to you until you, bam, you hit it. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've, if you haven't died, if I haven't died from a, you know, a stroke or heart attack as it's coming down, <laughs> you know your death is going to be horrible. <laughs> That fire's going to be all over the place. You know, didn't you see the Hindenburg tragedy on TV? Yeah. <laughs> on TV, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was tuned in at that time. Yeah. I mean, on CNN. a replay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. How do about? they get it down? Is it bags of sand? 
Uh, I don't. I would imagine they they decrease the amount of of hot air going into it. Well, when, when they take off, don't they throw off sandbags to hold them down? I don't know. I don't That's know. why I'm asking. Can't, you can't just add sand if you're up there. Like I know. We're well, gonna I get this sand. I didn't know. I didn't know if like okay, let's turn it off and then everyone grab a sandbag and throw it hey, over. Send up the sandbags around 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 <laughs> around the world in in 80 days. Did you remember that movie? Yeah, with uh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. I remember that. Well, one. there was one before that. One. I know the one. Yeah, there was the guy with the mustache, dastardly son. Somebody, uh, Dastardly Dan. Dastardly Do-Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his name was. But anyway, he was like the evil guy. Was he the one with the balloon? I can't remember. Anyway, but, you know, that's where your first one, that's your first experience, at least of me as a kid, watching this this hot air balloon. Okay. Like, wow. I would like to go on a ride. I've never been on one. And if I do, I'd just like to do is say I did one. Or I, to say I that, do I, it, that, I, that I that I just feel like I'd be like, all right, let's, like, let's get back down. I feel but, like it wouldn't be like that cool. Yeah. But you'd like to have a roll of TP on on deck of the uh air balloon right so you can handle whatever problem you're going to have when Ju- you're up there listen what's your would you would i like a roll of tp yes just like the great cornholio <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no doubt <laughs> you're supposed to have like a you're supposed be, to have like a picnic basket or it something better, you have, it better you have, have a corner up there it, and cheese. it better have a it better have a corner for me <laughs> look out blue <laughs> <laughs> you can have one of those little Chinese things that draw, <laughs> cut off your corner, <laughs> Shy, hide your shame. Man. What are we talking about now? Well, we're talking about one of your favorite subjects right now, Adam. Well, that sounds like Faith Hill singing about football. That's right, baby. Football was it? Is it halfway through the season already? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, close, right? Yeah, I think they've played at least nine games, so it's a little, it's, little over halfway. It's, it's sixteen games, right? Yep. So yeah, haven't that's, canceled any games yet. That's so that's good. It's incredible that they're still doing that with uh, no fans or with uh, contained fans. Yeah, I think uh, my team is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they have like a grand total of like five thousand people that they allow into the stadium to watch the game. And like you know, seventy thousand person stadium. Now that, now that you say five. that, I, now that you say that, I saw that Steelers game mm-hmm. uh, that they were playing. Uh, what a couple of weeks ago? Who were they playing against? Uh, I forgot the name of the team already. What is it Atlanta? You a Steelers fan? Oh, I think I've addressed this before. You have? I think so. I don't think so. Um, I, don't think so. I was a little kid, and uh, I had family that lived in Pittsburgh, Kansas, uh-huh. and my dad was watching football, probably the Chiefs and Steelers or something. Uh-huh. And uh, they they had the Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh is here. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I like Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm a fan of you know Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh-huh. So, so I supported them. I liked going and visiting that family there. So then I think I made a connection oh. with that and oh, said, okay. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh. I like that. So oh, that's that's all I can figure out. Oh, okay. I always wondered since you're from you're from here, right? Or you're from I, Missouri. I only or, remember or here. Yeah, yeah, I only remember here. And so I was always, I always wondered, like, oh, I think you're the only Steelers fan that I actually like know. Um, and I was always curious. I kind of wonder why he likes the Steelers. Why does that happen? Maybe he just likes teams that used to win a whole lot. Like he used to win like all the time. Yeah. How, front, how, front are, the, how are the Steelers doing this year? I'll tell you. They're doing they've pretty played, good. They've played nine games uh, and they've won every damn one really? of them. Who was they were? Who, they were losing and uh, they came back. They lose. They're they're losing in just about every game. 
but then they find a way to come out and win. Who was they playing a couple of weeks ago? I can't remember. But anyway, I know that they were playing somebody. <clears throat> yeah. And they, they, uh, they probably playing uh, the Ravens, maybe. That was the one like I was on TV. It was uh, no, it was because that's the one that I, I was at Elvia's house. Okay. Uh, that Abby was there. All right. Abby and uh, uh, Mariah were there. Oh yeah, so, yep, they yeah. like being there. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind being there either if I <laughs> if I ate Elvia's cooking all the time. <laughs> wow, well, I didn't make. I, I really couldn't make that connection yet because Pittsburgh is right across uh, the Kansas border into Missouri. Yeah, out there, Joplin. Yeah, it's, it's right there it's on right the there, border, yeah. kind of as you enter into the Ozark area of Missouri. You know, mm. gets a little hilly towards that uh, region. Yeah. The uh, historic Route sixty six is it is around that area. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. before we get any further out, there, we were talking about football because today, Adam, yes, sir, in nineteen oh two. Now I'm gonna try to whoa. I'm gonna try to trump you on this one. You're probably gonna do it. All right, and, and 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 here we go because we are there is some Pittsburgh here uh, no. involved, but What's in 1902 baseballs, Philadelphia Athletics and Phillies form pro football teams, the joining the Pittsburgh Stars in the first attempt at the National Football League. What did you know that? I had no idea. What? 1902. So baseball teams decided it would be a good idea to make a football team? Is that how that worked? This is the visionaries that are looking at Major League Sports right now. Yeah, the owners probably, right? That's what you're saying, Dad? Yeah. The, owners the owners of these yeah. two teams decided to make a, Phila- a uh, Pittsburgh Stars football team? Yeah, well, just as baseball's Philadelphia Athletics, it, it's implied that it's the owners, yes, son. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. That's pretty wild. That's that, pretty, isn't yeah, it? I had no idea about that. That is sports history. I've n- I had no inkling of this. That's what, 200, that's 100, 200, 118 years, years. 18 yeah. years, yeah. We're doing better math. Have you noticed that? That I think our skills are improving. The way we started off was so horrible, we could only do better. That's true. <laughs> you can only go up. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> That's the applause for doing math. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I know the Steelers came about in 1933, so that predates them by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Man. Pretty awesome there, buddy. But that yep. happened today in 1902. <laughs> today it's Wow. Is the B-52s? It is not the B-52s. This is Thomas Dolby. (laughs) That's it. Thomas Dolby, yeah. She blinded me with science. Uh Uh-huh. But we can't skip over that brilliant element that we've never heard before. (laughs) That was fantastic. We kind of ruined it with Thomas Oh, my (laughs) God. We should have had something a little stronger coming <laughs> yeah, out of that you one. You know, I try to do it chronological. Oh, you know, there was yeah. there wasn't no heavy metal back in eighteen seventy seven. Are we going to eighteen seventy seven? In rock history of all of all uh, what today in what rock could, history? What could it be? Mm, think, 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 think back there. Inventor. I'm going to give you an inventor. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Keep going. Inventor. He invented uh, electricity. No, oh. <laughs> he invented the light bulb. 
Edison. There you go. You're almost okay. there. You're almost there. You're almost there. Thomas don't, Edison. Don't, don't let me down. Oh, okay. Don't let me down. Don't okay. let me down. Don't let me down. Don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for when I really do let you down. That's what you got to do. American inventor Thomas Edison mm-hmm. invented. Excuse me. Invented. And, uh, and announces his invention of the phonograph, Adam. Oh. A way to record and play back sound, buddy. It's, That's why it's wasn't an it, historic uh, event in rock history. Mary had a little lamb. That's right, son. Whoa. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Big city, baby. That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. You know, he just—he must be hearing the podcast and yelled all the way from Puerto Rico. Oh shit! Or either that, or I'm having still having some kind of uh, childhood flashbacks. Anyways, Edison yeah. stumbled on uh, one of his greatest inventions, the phonograph, while mm-hmm. working on a way to record telephone communications at his laboratory at Menlo Park, New Jersey. Mm, okay. So it was by accident that he created the phonograph. Then this was the actual like. The vinyl disc or whatever no, type of that, disc it was. No, that's that cylinder. Oh, the the round yeah, thing. The round that kept thing p- yeah, the round Oh, his work that's called a phonograph. That's yeah, that's the yeah. Well, that's oh. hold up now, hold up, hold oh, up. Okay. His work led him to experiment with a stylus mm. on yeah. a tin foil cylinder, which, to his surprise, yes. The light bulb came on, no pun intended. Oh, <laughs> always for Edison. Played back the short song that he had recorded, Jay. Mary had a little lamb. I think, and there, I think you can find that recording, and it's pretty creepy because it's so old oh. and it's very, you know, niche yeah. technology at the time. And it's, it's like, it sounds like a ghost is singing Mary had a little. I lamb. wish we'd have had that for the Halloween. The Halloween show would have been <laughs> perfect. It was pretty weird. Was pretty Which cool. scared you most? <laughs> Since it's a recording, you can hear yeah. it. You can hear oh, the original. That's pretty wild. <laughs> Which scared you most, Edison's recording or snow? I don't know. (laughs) Edison set aside his invention in 1878, but other inventors moved toward to improve the phonograph. Sure. And in 1929, recording production at Edison's ceased forever, but he had already changed the world. Wow. That's crazy. That is super crazy. And from there we jump to 1974. Okay. With the Who. Yeah. This actually actually does correlate. <laughs> this, is, this is about the Who. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were blinded with science. <laughs> blinded with science. But I won't get fooled again. You won't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going? You're too sharp for me. Oh. <laughs> it's like you read my outline every single freaking week. Are you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just a mystery to me <laughs> drummer keith moon you remember drummer keith moon drummer keith moon yes he's considered the second best rock drummer of all time of the who collapsed during a concert after his drink was spiked do you run you, do you know this one no and it was spiked dude it was it was a drink spike so you know whatever was spiked in there was heavy duty in take a seven, guess 74 in 74 take a guess it was spiked with, spiked. with what what is what it was spike spiked with drink with 74 uh Laudanum? Horse tranquilizer. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, something meant for like an 1,800-pound animal? It didn't kill him. <laughs> it he, did not kill him. He probably had been practicing for that He, he probably for working a long up, time. up towards it, yeah, probably. Yeah. 
anyway, because he was out of, you know, for the obvious reasons. Yeah. He still couldn't play. You know, he, they, they, it did knock him down. 19-year-old Scott Halpin. Okay. Who was in the audience, volunteered to replace him on drums for the remaining three numbers. Wow. So, okay, I get, I, to get this right, his drink was spiked while he was playing up there on the concert. Then he couldn't play the last three numbers. Or maybe that's when, as far as, as, that's how long it took for it to uh, take effect. Now, do we have an investigation into this? Do we, do we know that somebody did actually spike his drink? Do we have a suspect? Do we have some roadie that he'd pissed off or something? Or what, what, how could this have happened? I can only share with what Songfax has shared with me. <laughs> Songfax and, and uh, Music Today. So I, I, can't, I can't refute those. Because perhaps it's likely that he did it on a dare. Said, you know, I'm going to halfway through the show, I'm going to drink something uh, with this uh, horse tranquilizer in More here. than likely. <laughs> so it's probably he spiked himself. More than likely. But can you imagine? You know, it's like the show stops, uh-huh. all right? And it's like, uh, we won't be able to play anymore. Uh, Keith Moon has been put out. We will be back from wherever. England. Hey, I know a couple of your songs. And this Let guy just, just raising his hands from like, you know, row number 325 up there in the nosebleed. Hey! Hey! I can sling them sticks. Roger! <laughs> Pete! Pete, up here! I can play the remaining three numbers. Yeah. Come on up here, mate! <laughs> pretty wild that's out it's a dream come that's a true great, that's a great story for that guy it is a dream come true that you know i i would like to have a an interview because mm-hmm. this it you don't know what the mental state of this guy is at the time could he have been under the influence of something i don't know but you'd have to remember something like that it'd be something so grand that you're playing the drums in you know thousands of people watching you with mm-hmm. one of the greatest bands in the world and you just replaced one of the greatest numbers, well, the second most greatest drummer yeah. in the world, and you're playing, you know, his songs. Do we know which songs no, he got to play? No, I didn't go that far. <laughs> Did they Why check him he... for, like, as a suspect? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, Jay. Hmm. Thinking, thinking already ahead of the game, aren't you, son? Son has an investigation he probably met, mode. He probably met the band before the show, and he yeah. said, hey, here's my card. If you, if you need me, just, uh, just buzz me. <laughs> and they're like, get and, out of here. Uh, all right. Yeah. You're out of show. Yes. You know, you're enjoying the hell out of the shows. Maybe 20,000 people in this Coliseum. Okay. All right. Sure. One of the band members go down and okay. you have an opportunity to replace them, Adam. Yeah. Which band would you would choose to replace? I mean, what instrument would you play? Do I have to be proficient at this instrument? It doesn't matter. This is fantasy. This yeah. is fantasy camp. You right? have to, yeah. you're, you are proficient. Who plays the tambourine? Uh, the best. Uh, that's, yeah. like the, that's like the cowbell as well. Yeah, I play a mean tambourine, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, well, we did go to uh, to Blue Oyster Cult a couple of years ago, so. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to be the singer, I guess. The singer. So which, <laughs> Wouldn't which, I have to be the singer? Well, I don't know. It just don't, depends what you want to do. Else. Just what you want to do. Um, you pick it. Right I'd, have to, I'd have to fill in for uh, Rob Halford and Judas Priest. Mm. <laughs> Could I do that? Leather Man, and that all. is great. Yeah, I, yeah. I would already be outfitted with my oh, leathers okay. on. And I would have slipped on the card. And, and I would have shaved my head bald, <laughs> had my sunglasses on. So I think I'd be, be ready to take on the stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you have an answer for this? Because uh, you're, yeah. you're a bass yeah, player. I just, I just made it up right now. Uh, Good. 
no thought went into this before uh, this very no, moment. No, I just made it. So I made so many, so many bands that that I, I would love to do that with. Uh, Getty Lee got sick. Ah, uh, that's 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 big leagues right there. Yeah. Okay. You know, no, sing, not that one. Sing and play the bass and synthesizer at the same time. No, not even in all those friggin' pedals. Not, yeah, in front of not him, even in my wildest fantasy could I could okay. I do that. I would say that I would like to uh, replace Duff McKagan. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, I know a couple. You're of a Rocket Queen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know them already. <laughs> Guys, I know you played Rocket Queen already, but it's all I got. Let's do it Let's again. Go. Let's do it. <laughs> Slash and go into the really long jam. Because <laughs> I know that one part really good. And I've added a bass solo, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Alex Gonzalez. That's who I was going to say. Oh, yes. From my mouth. You know the drum player for this band is? I know know these guys. Roger Taylor. There you go right there, baby. 1978, Adam. Okay. Replicating their infamous promo stunt for the single uh, Bicycle Race. Queen are joined on stage at Madison Square Garden by several dozen Nude, rotund women during their performance of Bicycle Race. Rotund. (laughs) Full-figured. That's nice. From the 70s. Mm. How was was this allowed to happen? Well, nobody got got arrested. Nobody went to jail for it. How does that happen? Don't know how it happened. Wasn't it just a few years earlier that uh, uh, the the Doors guy whipped out his his wanger on stage and got arrested? But Florida, yeah, yeah. But Florida's more uptight. You know, are they? Yeah. Well, you know, well, er- everywhere, everywhere except for Miami, everything north of that, all the way up to, <laughs> let me see. You go to, you go to Tallahassee, Maryland, and Jacksonville, <laughs> <laughs> from from <laughs> that northern county up in in uh, what is it? What's that called? Uh, Hialeah County, all the way up to maybe Maryland, okay. maybe Pennsylvania. That's all really uptight during that, that time. That Mason yeah. Dixon line is where we kind of <laughs> draw the line. Yes. So how many how many nude rotund women do we have on there? Twelve of them. Twelve on that's bicycles. Right. Yeah, that's right. Damn, how huge is this stage? Rotund because the single mentions fat bottom girls. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they fit on, the bill on the title of the other side of yeah. that of that singles <laughs> thing, the A side. <laughs> uh, you know where there's a big poster of that? No, I don't know. In uh, I want to say I want to get this name right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna screw it all up. Don't do that. It's the Land of Oz Motorcycle Museum <laughs> in uh, Augusta. Is it uh, Twister Oz? Oz Twister Oz Oz Twist. So it's a motorcycle museum right there on uh, 54, heading east from Wichita okay. in Augusta. It is humongous. It's a super big poster, hmm. and it is just like that bicycle really? race. But really, it has a fat bottom girl. It has a bunch of, bunch of butt cracks that you can see. Just one. Oh, just, oh, just one. Well, it's a big butt. <laughs> it's a. These are fat bottoms. It's a fault. <laughs> <laughs> they only pulled that out for the uh, New York show. Then. Oh yes, that's what it says here. Yeah, that's all they did it on. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I don't think they'd find any in you know Kansas City, maybe that were willing no, to probably, do that. Probably not. <laughs> the time they could probably find a lot of fat bottoms, <laughs> but maybe not ones that want to actually be on stage. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Wait, you probably know these guys. Oh, I do, I do, Adam. Nineteen ninety, baby. Yeah. This week in history. Uh huh. <laughs> a new new segment. <laughs> 
There's going to be a sounder for that one next week. <laughs> oh, good idea. <laughs> November 24th, 1998, Adam. Uh-huh. That's actually uh, shouted out live in 1996 at Tiger Stadium as part of the show. Mm -hmm. Kiss, the second coming. Long form video is how released. Is, how is coming spelled? It's a uh, regular coming. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the double platinum selling video. Okay. Double platinum. Okay. Uh -huh. Chronicles the story of how the four original members reunited for the reunion tour of 1996 and 97. Okay. Right up there. Let me see if you could see. We're looking in the, the studio, El Grand Studios. Up there. One. That's one of the tickets up there. If you look at it, you see Ultron. In that little shadow box in, in there? Little, not the little shadow box. Oh. That's another one. Oh, in the frame. The one on the frame, yeah. One of those tickets is part of that tour. The 96 tour? Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay. This was this is the big reunion. Ace and Peter Chris were back in the fold for this tour. That's right. I saw that in the video. Yes, sir. Man. It was pretty massive. How, how excited were you to see this? I, I, think, I think I told you. Did I say the story behind this? They were, they were sold out. It was in the Savage Center, I believe it was called at the time, in uh, St. Louis. I forgot what the... Keel Center, excuse me. I think I told the story already. Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, well. Yep. Uh, fast, uh, fast, uh, what is it? Fast forward. I mm -hmm. uh, It was sold out. I got it uh, because, you know, they you know how they sell tickets. There was a space in between. I was really, really close. Yeah. And that was the first show that I heard any rock star say, God bless you. <laughs> and and oh, don't be, drink and don't drive. Drink. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Not that the show wasn't memorable, you know. Oh, and and from where I was sitting, I could see when they connected. Was he Gene. talking to Ace Freely? Uh, I don't. Or know. was he talking to the audience? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen ninety one Adams. Yes, sir. Oh. Who's that? <laughs> that sounds that sounds uh, like Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Is it the flaming uh what is it, tavern? What's what's Mo's tavern called from the Simpsons? I forget the name I don't of it. Remember, I just I don't remember forgot the name. It. 1991 anyway 1991 uh adam yes sir aerosmith mm -hmm. made a guest appearance on simpsons tv animated series yeah an animated aerosmith performed what you just heard walk this way at flaming Mo's. there you go flaming episode of the simpson of the simpsons the band is one of the first musical guests on the show really because i thought like everybody like most bands have been featured at one point in time on the simpsons Bands and also, uh, I want to say, different celebrities. Who's ever who's ever hot at yeah. the moment? It usually makes it on The Simpsons. The Simpsons is kind of like a takes jabs at the social climates mm -hmm. that are going on. For I mean, they've been they've been on there for so long. You know, they've been on the air for so long that yeah. But yeah, other acts who have appeared on the show in uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> Sonic Youth, U two. Yeah. The Moody Blues, I didn't know that one. The B-52s, The Who, we just talked about them. Okay. R.E.M. Fish with P, P-H. Right, right, right. Blink-182, The White Stripes, and our favorite band, or one of our favorite, Metallica. Oh, so it's been a recent one. It was a recent one. Oh, yeah. wow. 
I think I think I'm sure the Rolling Stones have been on there. Let me think about. Oh yeah, they've been on there too as well. Yeah, that's true. I know Paul McCartney's been on there. Yep. Let me see. I think the Metallica one is what's the what's the guy Otto the bus driver the bus driver. Yeah, yeah. That was something to do with him and and if I remember correctly, they were they were either their van had broke down. And they needed a ride, and Otto said, "Hey, no worries. Uh, you know, you get on the Otto bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah there you go, Adam. You got it. You got it. You got it. And uh, and then I think Bart steals the bus. I'm Otto. Look at me. I'm 52 years old, and I still drive a bus. You know, and busts his balls. He busts his balls all the way down. And then the old dude. I know not not the grandpa. Not Grandpa Simpson. Okay. Uh, God, these names are just totally escaping me. I know these names in you know in a regular uh-huh. setting, not like this one. Sure. Anyway, play "Don't Let Me Down." Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pressure. <laughs> uh, he he. The other old guy with the glasses rolls up, picks him up, and they said, "Nah, forget you, Otto." I think James Hetfield says that. Forget you, Otto. This is a you know this is a real fan gave us a ride, and they're behind his pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Yeah." The old guy says, "Yeah, I slept with Lars' grandma." <laughs> <laughs> as, they, as they drive away, <laughs> so it went from Aerosmith to, to Metallica. Yeah, the Simpsons. I see it. <laughs> mm. Ooh, what is this? Ooh. Yes, you know who that is. Everybody knows what that is. Everybody who's seen at least the Iron Man movie on up has known this. This is where. If they didn't know who Black Sabbath was, they knew then who it was. This is when the wrestlers Hawk and Animal were getting ready to take the stage. <laughs> yeah. The Road Warriors. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this week on November the 18th mm-hmm. in 1992, Adam. Yes, sir. Black Sabbath was honored with a star on the Rock Walk in Hollywood, California. Oh. Is there a section of the the Walk of Fame which is just for rockers? I'm glad that you asked oh, that. Wow. Because no. Oh, <laughs> there's shit. None. <laughs> you have let me down. Where's my where's my bit? No. On <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rock Walk is in the forecourt of Guitar Center on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. So it's just out in front of the Guitar Center. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Unlike the forecourt of Grandman's Chinese or Man's uh, Chinese, Chinese theater, theater, right? Sure. Which has both hands and footprints of the stars, the Rock Walk only contains hand prints. Okay. On either side of the entrance of the forecourt are busts of the truly great musicians. So they have like the the hardcore stars are the ones they have busts of. So I know if you're you're a middling celebrity and you want to pay. You can pay to get into the regular Walk of Fame. I think you can just pay for your own star. Yeah, that's like a, that's, that's kind of lame. It is super lame. But uh, this this thing in front of Guitar Center is that where a panel of distinguished people say you're worthy and we're going to mm. give you a square. Again, are you reading my outline? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> not. <laughs> you're you're in the zone. Oh, good. This is a show about being in the zone. So yes, you're good. 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 Let me see if that's true or not, because now i got to read on. Tell me. <laughs> the Rock Walk honors more than 150 music gear pioneers and music icons. These include Jim Marshall, Robert Moog, Les Paul for gear contributions, and Eddie Van Halen. 
Others are Stevie Wonders, BB King, Brian Wilson, Carol King. You know, that's, yeah, yeah, I could see that one. Sure. Herbie Hancock, Queen, Run DMC, Emerson Lake and Palmer, the Moody Blues, Frank Zappa, and many more for their music contributions. Uh, a panel of select music industry big shots. I'm going to read that word. Got it. Uh, are the ones that review the entries and make the final decisions of who gets to be on the rock the rock walk. That's some place that we missed because of sure, COVID. Sure. That would have been very cool. I didn't even know about this place. We would have been there. You know, we would have stopped by. Absolutely. Right? That would have been super cool. Mm -hmm. You know, would have, Adam, Adam, take a picture here in front of all these, <laughs> all these handprints. <laughs> would you have to lay down, to lay down on the ground? Adam there's, spent there's Ozzy's hand Adam come back to the show and say, yeah, Adam be talking about, yeah, I spent my vacation taking pictures of the time. <laughs> I was laying on the street. They're all on his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen ninety-five, Adam. Okay, Advanced you moved me along very well. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. That would be the music of Green Day when I come around. Yeah. Off of their smash hit, Dookie. Must be Dookie. <laughs> what a great title for a record. <laughs> and to have it be a smash hit, you know, <laughs> that's, that's that's the best part. Oh, you gotta get Dookie, dude. <laughs> singer and frontman Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day was arrested for mooning the audience during a show in Milwaukee. Now, hold on. In 1995, on. yeah. In 1974, you could be on stage in New York City. You could have 18 bare asses on bikes driving, riding around on the stage, but this one guy can't show half of an ass crack? Goes to show you anything east of the Hudson oh River is God. a problem. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? <laughs> so uptight. <laughs> <laughs> so everything you're, you're excuse me you're good east of the hudson you're really really bad hudson of the, of the, hudson, the, the hudson oh my god <laughs> they're going towards this way all the way to los oh, angeles geez. you're gonna have problems i guess so <laughs> i don't know so much in canada i don't know there's a lot of ass talk on this show <laughs> <laughs> guess how much he paid as a fine uh fifteen hundred dollars five thousand try less Ooh. Uh, four seventy-five. Twenty bucks. One hundred and forty-one dollars oh. and fifty cents. One forty-one fifty. You showed your butt. It's no big deal. <laughs> That's in nineteen ninety-five. I guess it was. 19. I mean, you know, I could see that because there's it's an all ages show. I could see that. I could see where that's a problem. Mm. Why? Mm, I don't. Everybody at they're that show has them, an ass. They're exposing themselves to minors, though. Remember, there's some laws that protect minors. If this is the way it works. Even though those minors are probably just as high as everybody else going on. And I'm talking about I'm talking about teenagers. You know, and they are I don't know how in nineteen ninety five how many people were taking their kids to these shows, but still. Did he do it aggressively because he was angry? Or did he like Hey you, I'm gonna I, show you my ass? I don't have footage of that. <laughs> <laughs> when we convert over to a video podcast, <laughs> oh, we'll make we'll make sure to have that ready and but we'll have to pixel we'll have to pixel that part out. Stay tuned for season three. <laughs> we go video. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, drum machine action right there. <laughs> Jay, what do you think this is, Jay? Our resident hip hop expert. Cisco. Cisco. Uh oh. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Julio. <laughs> Julio, one of the O's. Okay, here we go. Well, I gotta do one more for you. Crash and Oh, It was Coolio, Jay. It was Coolio. He got it on the rebound. Coolio, that uh the action figure, that head uh that 
that you could get his braids from the oh, did that make bro. It, did that make it to the show last week? <laughs> it did. Okay, good. <laughs> 1997, Coolio. Yes. Rap star Coolio. And seven members of his band, 40 Thieves. Mm-hmm. And Thieves is spelled T-H-E-V-Z. T-H-E-V-Z. You always do that. Z? I just want to make sure. You always do. Are you sure that's what it Nobody meant? Did that. you look that up? Yeah, 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 I did. Because it's seven members of the 40 Thieves. So that means the 33 of them were okay. Oh, like Alibaba and the 40 Yeah, but it was Coolio, okay. yeah. Coolio and the 40 Thieves. Are arrested Thieves. and charged with theft and assault in a boutique in the town of Bobligen, Germany. Okay. The eight are charged with assaulting a female clerk in a clothing store and stealing clothing worth up to $2,000. Oh, just $2,000? Yeah, that's it. That's not a lot for however many people there were. Well, here's, 40, 40 yeah. thieves. Also, well, they told you. That's the problem. They're, yeah, exactly. They told you. Yeah, it's in the name. Yeah. Why are you if surprised? You let, if you I, let me in the store. I think that's why they were mad. Yeah. What do you expect, dude? I, I actually, I personally think that's why that's why they were mad because it's like, hey, wait a minute, did you not see our the marquee on yeah. the show at this town? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, Maria, really? <laughs> <laughs> significant album. Okay. This, this week we actually have a significant album. Oh, we're not going to make one up. We're not going to be oh, making man, one up. I <laughs> had so many tracks I was going to throw. Yeah, All last, right, last week's was pretty good though. Yeah. I think the ACDC compilation. Did you create a playlist with our with our album? I did not. I did not. Okay. I did not. I mean, it's just it, our album is just hit any playlist that's in ACDC's involved. Every single one is going to pop up on yeah. shuffle. Yeah, it would have made We'd no difference. Set. Yeah, no, no difference at all. Today, Adam, uh-huh. in 1975, actually today, November the 21st. Okay. A night. At the Opera by Queen. Queen, yeah. Oh man, that's huge, huge album. Significant album. This is not going to be. We're not going to come off. You know, uh, we're not going to come off what we went last week to some rinky dink one. Okay. This is powerhouse, and it just so happens re- be released today. When you say significant, it must be significant. It is. It has to carry weight. It is. After forty-five years ago. Wow, that is a long time. Man, when you say it like that. Oh, my God. I was 10, dude. <laughs> I was 10 and a half. I think I was still on the teat. I was 10 and a half, and I was still wondering if I was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Adoption Day, Mom. <laughs> what the? What does that mean? <laughs> All right. Queen starts it off, buddy, with this little ditty right here. Okay. And hopefully it'll play on time. Yeah. It's just, no, it's not. <laughs> Death on two legs, Adam. Mm. Anyway, nice. the album established Queen as worldwide superstars. This is the album that actually, uh, the one before that was Sheer Heart Attack. Yeah. And I believe Sheer Heart Attack had a Stone Cold Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if, is, which I love. I love that song. I love Metallica's uh, version. We always go. I knew, knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I have to get it fast. I have to get it out fast because I know you were going to say it. But even though that first, that Queen version is just is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah Aggressive. Yeah. When they play it, it's Woo. just absolutely insane. Great. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, enjoying a complex production that extensively used multi-track recordings, Adam. Okay. And 
The songs incorporated a wide range of styles such as ballads, mm-hmm. music hall, Dixieland, hard rock, and other progressive rock influences. Yeah. So, do you think this is where Freddie started to kind of take over the creative process, or was he? Yeah. Do you think he, from the start he was? It seems like he was supremely influential when this album came out. I want to say that when you have a strong personality, yes. you're going to insert it from the beginning. Now, yes. how much I would, I would always insert it. How, <laughs> Go ahead. I would just say that that probably yes from the beginning. However, uh-huh. it was a little bit more controlled because they're you know they just want to see how far they could get first. How far can they push it? Right. You know, you insert it, then you push. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> that's right. And if, it, and if it doesn't work, you do it again. <laughs> that's right. And again. That's right. So. Uh, by then, uh, I think if you go back to the chronicles, like especially of the movies, of the movie they just, uh, they had just, what, released a couple of years Bohemian ago? Bohemian Rhapsody it movie? Was, yeah. Yes. If you go back to that, you could see some of the history there, how he, he worked himself into Queen, uh, yeah. how he, he already brought some incredible talent to the band, which is already insanely talented. Mm-hmm. You know, college students, super bright guys. Yes, and uh, they just you know the the all the uh, the forces came together that day. All the the gods of rock and roll smiled upon uh, these four guys, and they opened the door and they started doing their touring. And then they had some really awesome songs. The Queen was it Queen Queen Two? Uh, I just mentioned this other record. I just I just sheer heart attack. Sheer heart attack. Is this, yeah. this going to be their fourth album? This is then? their fourth album. Okay. Yeah. I was going to you know, be my next question. You know, and everybody knows Bohemian Rhapsody out of this one. Of course. You know, that's the... The, the, the closing the, track, yes. That's... Uh, no, I think it's the third from the second side. Oh. From okay. side two. Jay, see what number Bohemian Rhapsody is. I think the last track is God Save the Queen. At least uh, Brian May's version of it. Okay. If I'm not, you know, I haven't messed around with this record forever, yeah. so no. you know, I, I usually go just go with the whatever is whatever. We just playing. we just know them as classics. Yeah. So anyway, uh, one of the one of the uh, a beautiful, very very beautiful song uh, out of uh, this record right here would be uh, "You're My Best Friend." Oh yeah, and that song is uh, the first song written by. It's the eleventh um, track. It's the eleventh track. The mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody is. Oh, I was wrong. It's right before "You're My Best Friend." Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you're my. You're best my best friend. friend reminds me of uh, Robin Big. Who? Robin Big was was. was yeah, that was they... the 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 opening theme. So you're my best friend, and that or is that is that Queen? Uh, no, not, not that, the way you sang it. No. I, don't, I don't think that's it. That's the one. Oh, that's you're my uh, best friend. Um, no. Yeah. I've ever had. No, maybe it's like Beach <laughs> it Boys like or that. something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, this show wouldn't yeah. be the same if it wasn't for me <laughs> mixing up all types of songs and being wrong Ooh. about rock. But but you're always on point when we come to the R and B type stuff, the no. rap stuff. No, I failed today. Well, but you're but you got it on the rebound. You you had the first. 4A, which is wrong, and then you came right back with the correct O answer. Mm-hmm. I purposefully threw it off the backboard to hand slam it, to, to <laughs> one man jam slam it down. Jay, <laughs> Dunk is, contest. Jay, this is not. Uh, okay, yep. This, this is, is not the Robin. 
I think uh, well, I, now you messed me up with the Robin Big stuff. I, I said, think You're my best I think this, that was the, that was the show that Bill Bixby was on. Anyway, <laughs> let, anyway, <laughs> and well, no, it did, the theme song was off of a show that Bill Bixby used to be on. Anyway, let's forget that for gotcha. right now. This song was written by uh, by John Deacon. Okay. So yeah, and the first song, and matter of fact, he learned how to play an electric Wurlitzer wow. piano keyboard to be okay. able to write the song. Okay. So anyway, a lot of stories about this song. If you remember back in the movies, I'm um, in love with my car. Is a Roger Taylor ditty on this song too, mm-hmm. and yeah. that and that there was some there was some. I, I was reading a little bit on this, and I did not know that. I thought they had spiced that up for the movie, and actually, it's true. There actually was some contention over that. They really wanted that to be the uh, the single that the first single of that of that record. Yeah, they they highlighted that one really <laughs> quite a bit, <laughs> trying to figure out this song about this car. And all these other hits of the Dallas show have to touch on on the on the writing of them, and of course they have an extended part for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and this record is from this record is from the era where people would actually listen to albums. So you just right. wouldn't you just wouldn't you yeah you'd get the signal the single you you know drop that forty five there and you do your thing, and but but you know here a lot of people got the opportunity had the opportunity to listen to Queen as an entirety on this band mm-hmm. uh, as a band uh, they had different songs that different styles. That music hall is one of them. That's the one that that kind of plays like the vaudevillian. Mm, okay. uh, you hear a lot of that style of music in Family Guy. A lot of keyboards. A lot of keyboards. A lot of those album. musical numbers on there, and then there was some Dixieland on there as well. So they had different kind of influences on that. The country, which is Dixieland, is kind of countryish. Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously, Dixieland. You know, there's a, there's a name for it. Mm-hmm. And but they also had the opportunity to listen to. Uh, you know, Roger sing and, and also uh, Brian May. Brian May song, I think he sang in a couple of songs on this record. Why would they do that? I don't know. Because the way the way I understood it is they were always, there was so much talent in that band that they were, bump, they were bumping for who was going to be the writer for X amount of song. Plus, it's also the royalties and the credits were a big deal on that. But even if you're writing lyrics and you have in your band... Freddie Mercury, why would you say, oh, I'll, I'll step to the mic on this one I don't and I'll sing this song? You don't hear, you do not hear. Uh, now, the way I understand, I never got to see Queen live. Never. Not with Adam Lambert? S- no, not even with Not Adam. with Paul Rogers? Well, I saw him with Paul Rogers. Wait okay, I take then that back. I take, take that it back. back. But, but I, I, it's not Queen for me. I guess that's why I'm trying to, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say. So you're saying you're... As soon as Freddie died, you would never be able to see Queen. It's hard. It's super hard. Uh, Paul, I saw. Now that you say that, it was in St. Louis, and yes, Paul Rogers was was opening. But and they even sang some Bad Company songs. Ah, you gotta throw him a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming out with us. But uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, especially in songs like this one right here. This is the love of my life. Oh yeah. Written for his. Lady, his I, wife, yeah. his whatever she was. Yeah, but the reason I know this song is because this song is huge in Latin America. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. It's huge. This is this is one of those songs that 
this is somewhere if like if they're like uh, touring in South America or something, the audience will like take over the singing and they'll they'll sing it back to. They, they do that in Europe too, I think. But still, there's there's something about this song. If if like I'll give you an example. Okay. You go to Puerto Rico and you sit through a show. Hopefully someday you and I will be able to have that experience. Okay. You know, there's this. I don't know if I said this before. There's a there's this this, this baseball stadium. You know, and I'm using what is it, Jeremy? Air the, air, the air quotes. Yes. And it's open. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, Big Bunny sang yesterday. But anyway, that's he doesn't matter. But I, that's where it was at. If you saw the Latin Grammys, I think he sang from there. The Ram Bison. Okay. And uh, it doesn't matter what group is 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 playing. It's if you're popular, if your song is popular enough, mm-hmm. the audience will take over. That, the audience yes. will. Yeah, I mean, the singer could shut up, sure. and the entire stadium is singing. You know, you and, could and imagine, on a song like this it would be perfect it, because it doesn't have beautiful. as much accompaniment. Yes. So the force yeah. of all the audience singing. I mean, obviously, I said I didn't experience it, but I've seen footage yes. of a lot. You know, either Mexico or uh, Argentina, those places like that, and Europe too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it has to be beautiful. Yeah. I, in the movie, in the movie, I think they showed something. Uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? Was it in? I don't know where it Paris was. Paris or somewhere. I don't know where it was. They were singing it back. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, this is a big hit in, the, in Latin America. Wow. But, I, you know, I wouldn't have guessed that. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Super, super, super big, but you know, not as big as uh, this sucker coming up pretty soon, which is the one we've already spoken about a thousand times here in this show. And has been number one a couple of times already, the I most, believe. The most identifiable. The most identifi- identifiable song of Queen. From Wayne's World. Channel That's soundtrack. right. That's where Wayne's World actually revived it. Exactly. But, you know, if you were listening already. The initial to- revival. Yes. yes. If you were, if you were, uh, if you were already listening to, you know, hard rock radio, classic radio, uh, you've already were extremely familiar with this song. Yes. So, uh. One of the cool things that there's all these little factoids about this record, you know. Oh, good. It says uh, it was inspired by a Marx Brothers title of a movie. Really? You remember the Marx Brothers Groucho yeah, sure, and Groucho, Zeppo, Harpo, yeah. Zappo and Jay Leno and <laughs> yeah, Zippy. Uh huh. So you know that's 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 how uh, you know all these artists they get inspiration from all these different places. Was movies, it called A Night at the books. Opera? Yes, it's Night at the Opera, yeah. Okay. It, the album cost a fortune. No, no kidding. You know, it had all these techniques that they were employing. I, I believe, I want to say, in a lazy... What's that name of that one record? I forget. It's Lazying on Sunday, I believe it's called. He is... Uh, let me see here real quick. Uh, Lazying on a Sunday afternoon. He actually sings inside of a bucket. He puts his head over a bucket. He puts a excuse me. He puts a bucket <laughs> over his head, and he he records. So why it, is that going to make it more expensive? It, no, but it's just oh. I guess because you may delay the process more because you're there more time in the studio oh. or whatever it he may had, be. He had seventy five other attempts with his head inside yes, of other yes, things. Yes, yes. He Holy finally man. settled on a bucket. So yeah, I got it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> they used so, whole, so much tape. You know, and this and this record, if you get a chance, I mean, just go ahead and you know pop it up on your player. Yes. Put it in there, Adam. This is something that you should be listening to on your way 
today to your home. I think I'll be listening to what this if, today. Hmm. All right, I'll be listening. I'll, to I'll this do that today. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 a pretty cool album. Check it out. You know, uh, has a you know some futuristic futuristic sounding songs, uh, futuristic futuristic themes like uh, the Prophet's Son. Uh, Good Company is also sung by uh, Brian May hmm. on this track. Anyway, wow, whoa. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm still getting used to you doing the uh... <laughs> Born on this day Oh, which is a birthday And it's actually born on this week <laughs> we'll take it, was, it. it was It was a, it was a uh, uh, Short pickings of a uh, Of a week for birthdays No problem But Kirk Hammett Oh The Ripper How is he? Turns 58 today 58? He's getting up there. That's right. The shredder of master of puppets. Yep. Kirk Hammett, uh, uh, incredible guitar player. We've seen him live various times. Yep, we have. Never ceases to amaze. He's just a master of his craft. Yep. Always ready to have a ripping guitar solo in the middle of a song. I don't think he's gained a pound in 30 years. <laughs> He always no, looks, he's always he's he always, always kind of waif like. He always he? looks little. <laughs> yeah, he does. He doesn't change size. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, which is bigger here, the guitar, this dude? <laughs> That's wild. Very, yeah, he, he doesn't very, change size. Very recognizable guitar style. Happy birthday, Kirk Hammett. Nice. Turning sixty today, Adam and Jay. Okay. One of my favorite bass players. A lot of style. Okay. A lot of chops. Whoa. Am I on? Hello. Hey, there you are. Yeah, am I there? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, you are there. I'm here. I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> the board looks okay. The mixing board looks okay. I, okay. Yeah. I, I hear things. All right. Good deal. Hey. Rudy Zarzo turned 60 today. One of your faves, huh? Yeah. One of my favorite. How many times have you had to watch him live? I seen, uh, I saw Quiet Riot, and I think that's, oh, and I seen him with Ozzy. Okay. So I've seen him twice. That's good. Have we seen him recently? I don't think so. Does that mean that he's uh, wild and aggressive while he's on stage? He's a spectacle? He makes a spectacle of himself? He, he is extremely noticeable. He's just not your regular bass player that hangs out in the back. Okay. You know, he does the, uh, the the flipping of the of the bass and the throwing Good. it in the air and Good. Uh, you know does vocals. Uh, very cool dude. He's Cuban born, by the way. Oh, yeah, really? Zarzo, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, Cuban exile too. Really? In exile, yeah. Born in Cuba. Well, probably mm, for me, he is uh, top three, top three, top four bass players. They're my favorite. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's high level. Yeah. Man. Does that mean... Duff McKagan is number one. Does that mean that you listen to a lot of Quiet Riot? Because if he's going to be on your in favorites my days, list... In my days. I'm talking about, you know, overall that have really... He's achieved it, that ranking based he, on yes, previous yes. work and you don't really need to go it's back. Just it's just his style. It's just in, Plus, you know, other than being a dreamy guy either, you know, he's super dreamy, oh. you know. Well, that helps him. He's sixty now, you know. <laughs> he has a, Are you sure he's dreaming? He had a. What was I watching a podcast of him the other day? Was it a podcast or was it a guest? He was answering questions. Anyway, it wasn't live at the time, so I, or else I would have asked him a would have asked him a question. You know, I don't know something 
make myself look uh, intelligent. That I'm I, a fan from way back. Yeah, so I, I probably wrote, wrote, I got so nervous. What that, strings do you use? I Matt? mean, I wouldn't know what to ask. You know, if I would run into a famous person mm-hmm. and you're a big fan of them, I wouldn't know what to ask them. Would you? You'd just take a picture with them, right? Uh, I would. You do. You do like the. I would be a horns. little. I would be. I would do that. Yeah. But I would be a little standoffish to ask them for the picture. Because I've mm. been, I've, I've, I've seen sure. celebrities and whatever, you know, here or there, you know, when you know I was deployed, whatever it was, uh-huh. I've seen them, and you know, they're there actually to do that. So that's a little different. Yeah, but sure. you know, it's like, uh, you know, I've seen sports figures, uh, and I'm like, these guys are just trying to have, you know, some dinner or a drink, or they're out doing something. Yeah, you, you know, I, w- like, I wouldn't approach. For I, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I don't have the. And I'm, you know, I'm. I mean, your face kind of guy, but I just, you know. And the chances are more than likely, also, uh, Adam, mm-hmm. that they would say, "Hey, that's Tommy from the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcast apps, mm-hmm. Castbox." And other DSPs. Well, that w- that would be on your shirt and your mask <laughs> that you're wearing. The logos. <laughs> it's Uh-oh. the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Birthday number three. What? Something interrupted. <laughs> what could have possibly interrupted Van Halen? What was that orchestral uh, I, thing I, that happened I, at the I end? I don't of that? know. I don't have a clue of what Whoa. that is. What? <laughs> oh, I, I just figured it out. What is it? What? What? Turning twenty-seven. Oh, twenty-seven. Natalia Gariboto. What? Her handle is N A T A A. G A T A A. Oh. There's a lot of T's and A's there. Yeah. <laughs> By design, I bet. Oh. Did she come up yet? Yes, I, I see I, an image. Is it still is it still is it still on Instagram? It hasn't crashed. No. I'm I'm looking at the latest images she has posted. They are really wonderful. Man. Well, what, she, what is what is recent number, what is facts about her? Number one, she's verified, Adam. Oh, the check mark. Yes, she's got the check mark. So she's she's legit. I can see her check marks. Yes, yes, she has a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she also has two point three million followers and climbing. That's one of the highest ones that we've ever saw on this. Yeah, she also, she's only posted two hundred and forty six times though. That's it. Really. Wow. She follows 568. Now, here's probably why the angelic music cut in. Oh. This week, news broke out that Miss Natalia and one of her photographs on Instagram was liked by the Pope. <laughs> you naughty, naughty pontiff, you. <laughs> what does that mean? The official Instagram account of the Pope, at Franciscus, and that's spelled F-R-A-N-C-I-S-U-S, mm-hmm. appeared to have liked Natalia's raunchy photo oh. of her dressed in a schoolgirl oh. wearing minimal clothing on October the 5th. <laughs> so, so the Pope, from his account, said, I approve this. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, man. I just want to be fair here, okay? 
It is not clear if the. It says here. This is what it says. I'm. I am quoting Are we sure your verbatim. We know how okay. The, the Pope knows how the social media works. Can you find the if, one where she's in school? If he's doing, if he's doing that double tapping. Well, well, <laughs> listen to this. Let's look. Look for oh, that schoolgirl one. Looking for it. October. Just, October fifth. Yeah. Or just look for it in the news. It's probably all over still. Yeah. It says uh, it is not clear if the post was quickly unliked by the official Pope's account over the mistake or if the allegedly captured like is real. She looks like she's just grabbing some books to go to her next class. Yes. And maybe sh- her skirt had shrunk in the wash. Yeah, in the dryer. And it uh, it's just showing a bit of skin. Oh, that's it? On, on the backside, a little bit. A, let me take a look at it. Just Whoa! <laughs> That dryer was on super high. <laughs> as high as that skirt is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Natalia's quote, according to the barstoolsports.com, uh, uh-huh. about the head of the Catholic Church. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> liking her IG pic. Uh-huh. My mom may hate my ass pics, but the Pope be double tapping. <laughs> I swear, I swear to you, that's <laughs> At least you'll go to heaven. Yeah, oh, I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. That was a good one. I don't know what to tell you, Adam, because that is. <laughs> he likes. I, we have given. There's I, not much to <laughs> not like. So well, if you see it, you might as well. Do you like it? I, then like it. That's um, why the button's there. That's exactly. I'm afraid. I'm Double tap. Listen, listen. I'm afraid that uh, that we something may happen to us if we don't give it three boings. Oh. I, I don't know if it's at. Is at it that, to J Lo level? I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's at that. Me personally, I don't think it's at J Lo level. Has the Pope ever liked a J Lo ass pic? Mm. I don't think so. So that gives we'd, this one. Well, we'd have to go back and look because th- we have to do an investigation before we give her the third boing. Okay. What are we going to give her the third boing you know, if we don't? Before we give her the third boing. Why don't boing, you give her the third boing now because look, and you can take it back later? Well, I don't want to argue with you, but it's <laughs> it's. I'm just trying to make some sense here. We have to be fair. We don't know if this is all true because it didn't say the Pope. It says His the, account. Po- the Pope's account. It could be somebody's managing it. I'm sure that's what it was. You know, that, it has to be. I mean, I don't, I'm just trying to be fair here. I don't okay. want to get, you know, I don't want to insult anybody who's listening to this show or anything like that. But I saw okay, it myself. Okay, so Cardinal so and so. It did say Franciscus. I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid that if we don't give it a third, I'll tell you what. In the meantime, yes. In the meantime, we'll just give it. We'll just give it that because you know, she, it's definitely worthy of oh, applause. Yes, a stadium applause, not just any kind of applause. Definitely let, three let cheers. Let me let me look at it again. Oh yeah, definitely without a doubt. <laughs> oh, a couple of Natalia facts. Oh good. All right, that's enough of that. A couple of Natalia facts is she was born and brought up in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. You know, a lot, I've just noticed a lot of those IG models do come from Brazil. It's be- you know why? It? Do you know is, why? Do you think it's the water? Do you know why? No, I don't know It's why. the color of their skin. The color of the Brazilian skin is perfect for ass color. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just is. Why, do, why is their asses always exposed? Looks like a turkey. <laughs> oh, there's my dad again. <laughs> yes. 
and you've been endorsed by the Pope, but that's a big, 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 big. Does she get our endorsement though? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Verified. Oh, well, I gave it. A, <laughs> she, I gave it a like super fast. She gets our check marks. <laughs> oh my lord! I, no, that was crazy news. I just couldn't believe it. Jay sent it to me this week. Oh, you searched that out, huh? I said, All right. Sourcing material. I love it. Yeah. Jeez. Oh. Adam, you know what time it is, baby. Tag, <laughs> what the frijoles? Woo. Man, actually, it's time for me to take a break. Man, that was, Ooh, that, that was good. You got that, through all that. I'm hot. I'm warm. Guys, Thanksgiving's coming up this week, right? Yes, it is, is it, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, just a few days. Uh, how much money are you going to spend on your bird? I don't know. Assuming you were going to get a bird. Because I, think a you told me, I think you told me oh, a ham. Yeah. But how much would you think a bird would go for? I don't know. A turkey. Maybe 40 bucks. 40 bucks. I don't buy it. A wood that goes and buys that. Probably a good 15-pounder or something? Yeah. Okay. I would say that. I don't know how much it is. Well, what do you think a pigeon would go for? A pigeon probably goes for... Uh, I know people who eat pigeon. Mm -hmm. uh, Squab. That's what it, that's the cuisine yes. term for it. Squab. Squab. Is it going to be one of the, a Japan pigeon that's going to be like, you know, 80 million yangs? No, no. Because uh, you usually, like you said, you usually go to Asia for these, but, you know, I don't know. I would say a pigeon costs, what, a couple of bucks. Well, we have uh, an auction again <laughs> and a, a pigeon by the name of New Kim. Oh. New Kim. Out of Korea? Is a Belgian <laughs> oh. racing bird. Okay. Went up at auction. And was bought by some Chinese <laughs> Chinese buyers, <laughs> and this was a specifically oh. a racing oh pigeon. Gosh. What does that mean? They just never come out of the what the there frijoles. Is, there <laughs> are competitions where pigeons race, oh. and this this pigeon went up for sale and it was purchased for one point nine million dollars. That's crazy for a pigeon. Wow. This was. A two-year-old female, that's a record-setting level. That's nice. That 1.9 million figure. That is absolutely crazy. Uh, New Kim performed as the best bird in Belgium in 2018. She was among the last birds to be raised by Gaston van der Roer, a famous breeder who has <laughs> since retired. We're not doing too bad with the names today. <laughs> We're trying. And in the previous year, this same buyer purchased another bird by the name of i think it's armand and he went for 1.4 million dollars so the idea that male bird and this female bird to get together and create some offspring and the offspring could go for as much as two hundred thousand dollars a piece that's when it spends why an egg. why would they be <laughs> worth that much i have no idea go because ahead. of the racing lay, competition lay it on me the racing competition it dates back as far as 220 a.d oh wow way back there where they just pick a bird up in the sky and say which one you think is going to well, get there first well they these uh people that raise them they develop them they find birds with specific traits and then they breed them and these Belgians delivered birds known as voyagers. And that's not just a minivan. That is a <laughs> racing pigeon. It took me a second, but thank you. Now, in a race, how this works is the pigeons are removed from their lofts 
and taken to a starting point. Okay. It could be 60 miles away. It could be 600 miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the farthest races are a little over 1,000 miles or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're taken from their lofts, and when they're released, they're tracked from when they're released, and then they are timed from when they re- return to their loft. So the distance traveled, the time taken to make it back are recorded, and the bird that makes it back quickest is declared the winner. And there is uh, such competitions. Of course, there's betting. Of course. Which where most of this money comes from. No, and, I, I don't believe you. And there's also uh, doping. We, <laughs> we dope these pigeons. Uh, in 2013... <laughs> Uh, Are they disqualified once they're found to be doped? Well, now they now they <laughs> test them. You're not verified winner until you're tested. Uh, what, ref- uh, what the frijoles would really be, how much does it cost to test one of those suckers? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, substances like paracetamol and caffeine within the blood, as well as fever-reducing wow. antipyretic are given to these birds. Mm. And then they use these drugs and they fly like crazy. Uh, it's... Not really safe for these birds. Uh, in one event, uh, they let 4,000 birds loose, and there happened to be a storm, and four birds remained living and went actually to the destination. Oh, that's wild. Yes, really wild. And uh, see, there are competitions like uh, the Million Dollar Pigeon Race in South Africa that happens every February and is... The prize money there it totals one point three million dollars wow. for that one particular race. Wow! So it's worth it. And uh, these birds can fly more than fifteen hundred miles at average speeds of more than eighty miles an hour. Oh, that's pretty awesome! I didn't know that. And hens can lay as many as twelve eggs per year, so they could be producing quite a bit of moolah. They out could of their, uh, their set uh, one point two million of fascinating, wow, wonderful birds. That is insane. Adam, yeah. I look forward to your what the frijoles. You never know what it's going to be. It's you know if it's not fruit, it's birds, fruity fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, the bird on the cover of the Fruit Loops box. (laughs) (laughs) Toucan Sam. Went for 1.5 million. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Marketing alone should handle that. Um, I don't think you're a fan of this show. Hold up. Don't, don't, don't start yet. Okay. I heard Good. last week's Sound of the Week. Oh. Just think about it. Oh, do you want to replay that one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Your top three. Okay. Your first one. The golf farter, the, farting golfer. The golf farter. Right. The second one. Uh-huh. The uh, bass player for um, uh, Megadeth. Oh, David Elfson. David Elfson. Yeah, whatever you think about oh, Eric. Oh, my but. God. Yeah. <laughs> and last week's. <laughs> <laughs> the Costco farter. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, continue. Continue. Well, this is from a different genre, oh, so wow. darn. It's not going to work that well. It's not going to be farting involved? I, I don't know that you're a fan of this show. Okay, okay. But I'm getting you, ready. I'm getting ready. Do you know what this uh, theme-type song is from? All right. Really Yo, theme play song. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Do you know this? Are you familiar with it? Is it Seinfeld? It is Seinfeld. Oh, wow. I never heard that intro at the beginning. Yeah. 
I just hear the bass playing so, as it goes. Exactly. But I, now, I've but seen now this is a bass player who's just going to take it to different directions, continuing the song, but playing it more complicated as he goes on. I like it. He's playing it like a piano. A lot of finger tapping in there. Well, so my, there it is. My bass is looking at me right now saying, you will never play me like that, you big dumbass. Now, I can send this sound to your instructor, and you can say, now, I want to play the Seinfeld theme song just like this. I'm struggling with Rocket Queen still. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're going to be on stage with uh, Axel and Slash, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. That's pretty awesome. Sound of the Week. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. I never and I never got into it. I, I did I see, love it. I, I, I think I saw one of the first episodes, and it was by then it was ending. I mm. want to say 96, 98. I can't remember. I was I was roommate with I've I've mentioned him yeah, here it was many one of the times. Season I've mentioned him many times here. My friend Ricky, he uh he and I were were roommates and uh he uh woof, he was really big time into Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, Kramer was the, uh, I think uh, Ass Man was probably the, the funniest. <laughs> you got one. that right. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the one that really made me laugh. I says, wow. That's yeah. like laughing, like my sides hurting laughing. Yeah. I says, wow, that's insane. But, you know, yeah. I, yeah. It was a good show. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's a horrible show, but yeah, it was great. I just didn't get into it. I was a married with children guy. I think I've said that before. That was my, that was my thing. They kind of pushed boundaries on... Uh, issues at the time man it'd be light work today like it wouldn't be any big deal at all but at the time in like the early 90s it was like ooh, they're, they're talking about masturbation oh my god <laughs> oh my beautiful intro i love it the one you created for this show my favorite intro. well you know eddie van halen i like moment. that I, I like that one better there's a song that recently came out from Eddie's son, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, and dedicated to his father. Yes. Distance. So happy. And it was released this week, and it's actually the Found number one place. song on iTunes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. And uh, the song, I think I heard you comment on, or didn't hear, but I saw you comment on the song somewhere on social media or something. Was it me? Uh, I think so. But anyway, uh, the song is, I would call, unremarkable. But if you, if you watch the video accompanying the song with a bunch of archival uh, home videos with Eddie and Wolfgang from birth to young youth to teen to on stage with dear old dad I will, it's I will, really good I will tell you that I super agree with you on that one I'll give you 100% on that one yeah and I think he even includes a voicemail 
that Eddie left for Wolfie. Uh, just, and Eddie was just expressing, haven't heard from you in a while, just give me a call, proud of you, love you. Just something nice to keep around. And it was, watching the video and listening to the song was very touching, it was very good. And it's making some sort of impact by being the number one downloaded song, at least for a day or two, on iTunes. Wow, Adam, you just brought the show to a somber moment. <laughs> it was it was good. You revived the, the Eddie Van Halen moment for that. Yeah. I, well, I kind of scour for Eddie Van Halen moments so, <laughs> so I can use the sound. It was heavy duty. I watched the video. You're right. You know, yeah. the... It's the uh, the song kind of reminded me of the 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 Nouveau country. It had a uh, Daughtry, yeah, kind, kind something of, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is again, it's not. A, it's it's. I wasn't surprised by it. I wasn't uh, uh, wowed or floored by it. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, you know, fitting uh, right. for the time uh, where yeah, we're you know we're still reeling from. Uh, from Eddie Van Halen's death, we as a collective fandom. Yeah, and he had that. He has, I guess, an album full of material that he already has recorded and was pretty much getting ready to release it. So I guess this was already included. He probably had some idea that his dad wasn't doing well. Yeah. So I'm not surprised you. I'm not surprised you uh, brought that up. I, I'm not surprised one bit. Because okay. he's been. He made all the uh, the talk show. Uh, circle this week. Uh, yeah, he'd been he was, on the Stern show yeah, been, and, and yeah. Yeah. Today Show, some other places. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was kind of refreshing. Uh, his uh, his management had contacted our uh, our PR department, and uh, we we thinking that we we're going to be doing the the Pantera interview, the Pantera tribute group. I just said, no, sorry, we can't have. We were just going to push it to next week, right? Yeah, but then yeah. then at that point, I'm thinking, well, by next by next week, it might be you know old news. Yeah. So I don't know if he'll. Well, if next week, if. He, you know, Wolfgang, if you want to show up, want to want to be interviewed on our uh, podcast, just yeah, go ahead and have your people call us. But initially, you said no, it's going to be a pass for me, dog. I, I, we don't need that right now. <laughs> Wolf, <laughs> it's not. Oh, yeah. It's Wolfie, Wolfie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to my Randy Jackson dog. <laughs> okay, what else we got to talk about? Hey, do you guys uh, listen on Spotify? Is that how you listen to music? Yeah. Jay, you do? Tommy? Well, I'm losing, unfortunately, I'm listening to YouTube music. <laughs> You're having more and more problems with that outfit, aren't you? I'm, I, I'm little by little accepting it is what I am. Recently, they listed um, their top downloads, top streams of rock, metal, punk, okay. and hardcore music. All right. I've got the top 25 bands listed. You want to take a shot at where you think people might be? Uh, this is real bands or bands that make music with computers? Real bands. What else would I be talking about? Are we talking about what? what? I don't know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes those things are, are tricky. What do you think? Any idea? Jay, any idea? Miley no. Cyrus. T- no, he's talking rock, bands, Dad. He rock, said rock, metal, metal punk, and or, hard or hardcore. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus doesn't uh, fall into any she hasn't, of those categories. She hasn't released her uh, Metallica covers album yet. Well, she's been in the news. She has been. She's been in the news. Just, Where's your? Uh, she's been in the news your, just for is that. Your, is your favorite on here? 
my favorite. I guess Led Zeppelin would be my all-time favorite. They are actually number 15 mm. on the list. Most downloaded. With 14.9 million streams. And this is a monthly total. Yeah. This is like a revolving monthly so amount. So most I'm downloadable. Uh, I'm going to tell you, Kiss is on the list. At number one. 25. Oh. <laughs> 8.9 mil. I was close. <laughs> You're within 25. Um, Foo Fighters entered at number 18. Oh, that's not 12 bad. That's not, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, let's see. What else? Nirvana. Nirvana is. Foo Fighters. Yep. Nirvana at 13 with 15.9 million wow. streams. Kids still like Nirvana. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I can just go straight to the top five if you want yeah. to do that. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see. Uh, how about this? Oh, no kidding. The peppers. Chili peppers. Wow. Chili peppers had 18.6 million monthly streams. And then we're going to skip from them to... <laughs> Do you know who this is? I have no idea who that is. Uh, panic at the, the panic disco. at the disco. Jay, Jay has got it. They have uh, not surprised. I mean, that's a younger. It's a younger band. Twenty point one million yeah. monthly streams. Those, I thought you said like at the beginning band. This is a band. They they play instruments. That yeah. falls in your in your criteria. We're gonna skip ahead. Oh wow! Lincoln Park. And I haven't Lincoln heard Park. Lincoln Park in a long time. Top Lincoln five? Park, top five, number three, actually. Over Zeppelin. Twenty-one point two. Dad, you got to think about the streams. demographic of people who are listening to rock music on Spotify. Right now, I'm getting pushed towards Spotify. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes sense because the kids are listening to this. The guy, um, the gentleman, who just why passed. Why does right? Jay always have to make sense? Fairly recently, right? It's been a year and or so. so. That makes sense. Why does Jay always have to make sense on this podcast? Panic at the he disco. These Panic at the Disco is a younger band. Yes, younger you band. know, my my age group are younger. True. They're on commercials and shit like that. True. And then uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, that's the, the classic. Peppers, that's I can see that. Still mm-hmm. synonymous with younger folks. And still relevant. Yep. But we're going to move ahead to number two. Oh, ACDC. Thank you. Yes, ACDC. That was kind of shocking. 22.5 million. Well, well we're, we're, we're going to use some of Jay's uh, rationalizing on this. Okay. Iron Man, the movie. Yeah. Sure. The yeah, but video games. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't seem... I would have put like Metallica there before I would have put ACDC. Hold up. We haven't got to number one yet. Right. Let's go to number one. I'm not surprised. This doesn't surprise me. Number at all. one. This this wow. this doesn't surprise me not one bit. And at number two, ACDC was at twenty two point five million. Queen thirty three point yeah, three million streams monthly. I'm not Jay lay it on me, buddy. The movie just came out. Not just, but yeah, recently, fairly came recently. Out, right. It was a it was a a blockbuster smash hit and. I could, you could probably make an argument there that after that movie came out, the the sales uh, revi- of reviving old music in terms of you know uh, biopics is what they're called. Mm-hmm. They probably shattered all other biopics in the world because the movie was so good. The kids watched it. The parents watched it. So whenever the kids got out of the movie theater, they loved this song. They loved Bohemian Rhapsody. They loved you know 
uh, bicycle race. They lived all these songs, so they just played it over and 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 over. So, I mean, again, when you're talking about who's streaming music, kids, kids are streaming music. I mean, you guys are are stream music too, but there's probably a more uh, a lot more um, people my age and younger who are streaming music on Spotify and. When it comes to these genres, you got to think, you know, pop culture, what's in right now? What are these kids? How, you know, what are these kids watching? What are these kids doing? What are they being exposed to? Queen makes the most sense. The ACDC makes sense and the other three make sense too. Is, but uh, this doesn't shock me. One is Natalia Gariboto on the down <laughs> on the downloads no, there? She's not. <laughs> no, she's not. Check if check if there's any specific numbers like in the Vatican or something. I don't know. You know, I, we had a lot of Queen on this episode today, and yeah, and I'll say this one thing: by chance, when mm. when the movie that makes came it awesome. out, yeah, and like all these like, it's gonna sound very hipster. I mean, I really hate that I sound this way. Okay. It really turned me off oh. when all these people were you know started indulging in 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 the in the narrative of. Oh my God, Queen's the greatest band of all time, and Freddie Mercury's the greatest singer of all time, and oh my God, these guys are just so good. No one's gonna be like them ever again. It's like, yeah, we're, we're d- mm-hmm. yeah. Did you guys not like know this already? Did you have you never heard of this music? Have you never bothered to, to like, listen to yeah, it? Because it takes an event, yeah, like that it's movie, just, to yeah, actually I don't know. Wake it's just kind of annoying because this, the past. The, you know, the, that Queen is more famous now than they were of back then. Yeah, were see, of course, and it's just like. I don't know. It's just kind of annoying because whenever, when growing up in this household, I was exposed to all that stuff, and I had a I had a great appreciation for Queen because um, listening to all that stuff growing up, I probably did probably I probably ended up taking one or two CDs that Dad has in this room and putting them in my little Sony uh, CD uh, player uh, that I had. Dot Decoa Promotion Studios One and um, not this room and uh, and I was able to like find my own way of appreciate i don't know it just sounds really hipster to me like complaining about this yeah but i'm glad it you know i'm glad they are getting their um their uh yeah, you're their roses like there <laughs> they're, they're getting their roses but i don't know it's just kind of like uh, yeah and then whenever and then i guess what annoys me is whenever people are like how do you like how do you not love this movie how do you not love it? it's like because i already i already did like i already had my moment of appreciation i don't need a blockbuster film to kind of have that you know what i mean Tell them, listen, don't you know I'm the executive producer of that that co promotions? On top of that, your upbringing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a good movie. It's just, I don't know. It was like, I don't know what it was, to tell you. Was, I, I didn't love the movie myself. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah. It was okay. I mean, it was, it was, it was okay. okay. I it felt like it should have been on I Lifetime. Learned, I learned some things, but it wasn't like, you know, crazy. Like yeah. I said, I always, I always questioned those things, Adam. A lot of Queen, a lot of ass. Very interesting podcast for Thanksgiving. Good times, <laughs> bad times. Grateful for both, I should say. Who's got bad times? Bring it on home. I have bad times? You got it. Okay. I'm going to show Jay, Tommy, Go I'm going to show you a sign. What does that sign tell you? What, is, what does that denote? What does that mean? What does that... Can I describe it? Trump 2016? Sure, sure, sure. Can I describe it? It has a gate, a gated fence. A fence, sure. And it has one individual on the... Uh, I w- I'm going to call it the west side. Okay. And it seems he may have thrown over another stick figure. That's individuals are, mm-hmm. are uh, depicted by stick figures. Yes. And uh, he is throwing them over the gated fence. Yes, that is a sign that was fashioned 
by an elementary school in France. Okay. They put up these posters uh, because apparently there's a problem with parents showing up late. They're dropping <laughs> off their children late. And as soon as school starts, the school, the school locks up the gate. That's awesome. So you can't get into the courtyard and drop off your child. <laughs> and they have a rash of parents throwing their children over the fence <laughs> so they can get into school. So much that they had to fashion a sign and place them in a couple of locations to try to deter that activity. Those French, <laughs> those French, they started flying balloons untethered, and here they are. <laughs> they could have put a balloon on the child and have them go over a little bit more softly. But no, those are our bad times. Oh, the, wow. The child throwing parents. Tuck and, and roll. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, I have good times. Oh, good. I have good times, especially for the state of Kansas. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. That's now, where we're at. Okay. Forgot. <laughs> Headlines, Adam. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to stumble through this, but please bear with me, okay? Sure. Cardi B. WAP. To bring, WAP lady? To bring drought relief to Kansas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Why, why are you cringing, Adam? Are we going to have some wet-ass fields? <laughs> well, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> that's a WAP. <laughs> and this is dated uh, November the 17th. It's just the daily. I don't know what daily what is. <laughs> It says, on top of the problems experienced due to COVID this year, a few Midwestern states have experienced serious drought conditions as well. Yes, my house too. One state hard hit is Kansas. Mm. Known more for its tornadoes, Kansas farmers will, this year, were overwhelmed by the drought, which affected wheat, cattle, and gave them tough prairie fires to put out. Sure. Wow, that's, yeah, sure. I agree yeah. with all that. Yeah. Even late into this year. Shit, yeah. This week, even. Wow. Okay, good news. Thankfully, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly was listening to the popular <laughs> Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, well. <laughs> which streams out of Wichita, Kansas. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. Well, news report picked that yes, up. Yes, and it heard a segment about the hit song WAP, also pronounced WAP, well, right. on Bill, uh, by Billboard's Women Artist of the Year, Cardi B. This gave Governor Kelly an idea. Oh, good. Governor Kelly immediately contacted the artist's management company, and to her surprise, Cardi B had an unfulfilled community service sentence from her days when she was a pole bunny oh. <laughs> in the state of New York. Okay. It also needs to be completed and cleared by the year's end. Okay. Governor Kelly, the well, actually the Kansas governor's office, in Topeka contacted New York State's governor, Andrew Cuomo, and the arrangement was made to have Cardi B fulfilled that sentence <laughs> in the state of Kansas. <laughs> Wonderful. Sources indicated that Cuomo was extremely happy to do anything to help a fellow Democrat, hmm. which is surrounded by pro-Trump conservatives all throughout the four corners of the state. Right. And are probably still mad because they lost. That's I'm just reading what it says here. Okay. All right. <laughs> it hasn't been determined when Cardi B will come. Well, nor I which think we know. Nor, nor which location the WAP will aid the most in relieving drug conditions in the state. Uh -huh. But the liberal governor is at least pleased that her cockamamie idea, i.e., plan is underway. Ace, and this, I guess, is the end of the, <laughs> the news here. The source, which chose to remain anonymous, was quoted saying, The good news is there is so much moisture <laughs> that some farmers and uber-conservative religious groups have started constructing modern-day arcs. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, my gosh. Oh, hi. 
Wow. <laughs> and that was wow. a good time. <laughs> good time. Thank Bad you, Cardi time. B. Wow. Has she been through already? Your walkaway was a little sticky out there. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh. Okay, well. <laughs> Jay, you have anything else no, after that? No. no <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, anything else you want to add? Will Jay be back next week? I don't know. <laughs> As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. No, it's not. Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, or listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts app, CastBox, and everywhere else. The DSP thing streams this show. Activate the notification icon to be notified when our podcast is online, and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. And you were listening to the Tommy and Adam hard-to-name podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. We're leaving you with a little ZZ Top Live LaGrange. Until then, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving from us here at the Tommy and Adam hard-to-name podcast. (laughs) All right. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Tate Cola Promotions. Tate Cola Promotion. November the 21st, 2020.